One of the tools that I use all the time is called focusing, and it was developed by a philosopher and a psychologist out of the University of Chicago, and his name was Eugene Gendlin, or Gene Gendlin for short. And this process has six um, official steps, if you will, the six steps of focusing, but really the steps can be a little flexible. Um, But sometimes it's a lot easier to start with these classic six steps until you feel really comfortable with the process and comfortable enough to sort of riff on it. Um, And essentially, the process of focusing is intended to allow you to, to, to communicate or to get in touch with what might be going on in your experience that is below your level of awareness. Right, so the term focusing or the word focusing kind of comes from the, the concept of a camera lens. And on old school cameras, when you had to manually focus yourself, often you would look through the viewfinder and, you'd, and what you would be looking at, the object would be blurry. You'd know that there was something there, but the object would be blurry and you'd have to focus the lens to get a really sharp image of what that object was. And Gene Genlin intentionally used that same term to describe this process because he felt that what's possible in this kind of relating to your own self, relating to your own body, relating to the the wholeness or the intricacy of your experience that is mediated by all of your past experiences, by your values, and also by your body's own experience, that what you can ultimately come to know, come to have knowledge of, or can come to the surface or into focus is something that is very deeply rich and incredible wisdom that um, that is right there within you right now. But that this kind of wisdom, this kind of knowing of, of the intricacy of your experience or the wisdom of your experience is, is really hard to get to. It's hard to get at by nature of the fact that it sort of flies underneath the radar. It sort of exists in this murky, blurry, unfocused area of your awareness, not in your awareness at all. So this process, the six steps of focusing, is, um, is a process wherein uh, it might help you or support you in finding that more that more that's already there within you that more that is that is deeply benevolent and wise um, and really can hold the key to what it is that you need and you want um, and and the, the essence of that wisdom that already lies within you so if you like you might listen along and you might um follow along with all these six steps. The first step is clearing a space. So if you like, get comfortable, whatever that means for you. You could be sitting in a seat or lying down on the floor or on a couch or a bed. You could be sitting in your car um, at the grocery store or at work. It doesn't matter where you are as long as you allow yourself an opportunity to come to a space where something else might come or where some kind of gentle inquiry could arise or could unfold. So you might even orient to your environment, really get a sense as to where you are in space or in nature 
You might even look around and name the objects that you see in your environment. So you might even look to the left or the right. You might look up to what's above you, down to what's below you, maybe even over one or both shoulders to see what's behind you. You might notice the smells or the sounds that are also within your environment right now. And perhaps what it feels like where your body is making contact with your environment that is around you. So if you're sitting on a chair, you might bring your awareness to what it feels like in the parts of your body that are making contact with the chair beneath or behind you. Clearing a space for something that is uh, deeper to unfold or come to the surface. And you might ask yourself, how am I right now? How am I right now? And that question will take us into step two, which is finding a felt sense. So when you ask yourself, how am I right now? Perhaps there's a felt sense about it that comes, or um, there's a something that might come in your body. It might be a physical sensation, but a something that might start to, to come in response. And just noticing for a moment if there's one place, one physical sensation, or one murky something, one blurry something that seems to draw your attention the most. And see if you might be able to Come right alongside that something or that physical sensation. It's not quite clear yet. It can feel uncomfortable to be in the presence of that thing that's not quite so clear. And the process of focusing is intended to help clarify that murky something. Um, And so you might start to notice or ask yourself what the qualities of this something is. Does it have a shape? Or does it have a color or a texture? This something, just getting a sense of it. And we'll take this something that's murky that you're quite clear is like the thing to focus on or explore at the moment we'll take that into step number three which is finding a handle it's easier to exist in this sort of murkiness if you've got something to hold on to and a handle is that thing that thing that helps to anchor you or this this something amongst the intricate subconscious unclear place So coming back to that quality, right? This place, this something, does it have a shape? Does it have a color? Does it have a texture? 
Perhaps it has one word, heavy, sticky, buzzy. Perhaps it's a a short sentence, like it's really, really tight and taut, like a piece of canvas stretched over a wooden frame. See if you might be able to almost like walk around or picture your your whole self walking around this something. Really getting a sense of its qualities, even if it feels ridiculous or like you don't quite understand. That handle is the, the descriptor or those descriptions that help us to get a better, clear sense, that help to start focusing something that's blurry and murky into something that's a lot more clear and understandable. And when you feel like you have that sense of the quality or the qualities, this handle, this something about this something, that you can sort of grasp or, or um, sink your teeth into, if you will, or, or grab onto or actually explore and interact with, we'll take that into step number four, which is toggling this something, this felt sense of something and the handle, toggling between the handle, and the something itself. Because we're not quite sure exactly what this something is. We're doing the process of getting to know it in real time. And so before our brains have an opportunity to jump in and say, yes, yes, this is what it is, we actually need to check with this something and see if the handle actually fits exactly what it is, what its experience is. And so when we have it quite right, when we have that description or that quality of this something quite right, there will be a felt shift. You will actually be able to feel and notice, even if it's subtle, but without a doubt, some kind of shift Almost as though that something is telling you, yes, yes, that's right. Yes, that's exactly what I feel like. That's exactly what this experience is. That's exactly what I am. By allowing you to have this embodied, felt, visceral, tactile shift. So maybe it's a, it's a, a noticeable, like an embodied shift in the something itself. Maybe it's really dynamic and moving and bouncing around. And then as soon as you check those qualities with it, like, oh, it's like you're bouncing around. Oh, it's like you're darting. Once it feels felt like you've got it, it might shift. And that might mean that it slows down or that it changes direction. Or that sense of heaviness when you check with it. Oh, it's like you're, there's heavy here. It's so heavy. It might actually shift in a way that 
that felt sense of it changes. Maybe it becomes more heavy, like, yes, oh my gosh, yes, ooh, it's so heavy, it's even more heavy. It trusts you now that it can tell you how heavy it is. Or maybe it shifts and, and the felt sense of it is that it becomes just a little bit lighter. It doesn't go away. Nothing is resolved. But like it, when it tells you like, yes, I feel, I feel heavy. That's exactly what I'm like. It might actually get a little lighter and you might feel that, oh, it feels a little lighter now. Or there might be a big sigh that comes or a yawn or like a sense of, oh. So just toggling between the words or the descriptors, the handle of this something, this murky, fuzzy something, and the something itself, the felt sense itself, until there is something, some kind of a felt shift, until something shifts and changes. And only you will know exactly what that felt shift is. And then once you have this descriptor, this handle, quite right, just quite right, then we can take that into step number five, which is an interaction with this something. This something is starting to come into greater focus, greater clarity. And it implies something about our experience but it's still a little fuzzy. And so this step five, uh, interacting with or a talking, if you will, if we were to personify this something, if it was able to have a dialogue and a conversation with us in English or our native language, it might be able to tell us more about it, but we sort of have to have a greater sense of it to know exactly what we're interacting with or what qualities it wants us to interact with. There's something about this heaviness here. Will you tell me a little bit more about yourself, heaviness? What does it want you to know? Or what would it like to tell you or share with you about itself? And here's an editorial note. Anything that occurs within you is really, really good in nature. Every, every single felt sense that you have, even pain that you feel, it might be uncomfortable. I'm certainly not saying pain is not painful. But every single thing that your body does has a benevolent intention behind it even if it does have this sort of unfortunate byproduct of creating pain or perhaps something that was helpful at a time in the past is still carrying itself out now and it might not be creating the same kind of protection it was then. Maybe now it's creating a little more um, pain or discomfort or, um, uh, or something that's complicated in your experience of your life right now. Nothing needs to change. You don't even have to implement or do anything with any of the information that comes. 
but something might change and often does change just by virtue of the getting to know this something, this murky something, this greater intricacy or depth of your own experience, of your own knowledge, your embodied experience of your life and of the world. That often just the knowing, just the getting to know this part and having a a deeper knowing of your own self or, or your intuition or your inner wisdom, sometimes that's enough. So once you have something, once there's been an interaction with this something, with this felt sense that implies a a greater and a deeper experience of yourself, then we'll take that into step number six, which is really just a continuation of step number five, which is to receive what that felt sense or what that something has shared with you about itself. We can analyze later. We can discern later. That's not what this part is about. This part is about just hearing what this part has to say sort of in its own quote-unquote words, so to speak. And perhaps just making a space or seeing if there can be enough space. Sometimes that's a practice in and of itself. If there can be enough space to receive and just to be with. Again, you don't even need to do anything with this information, but just to be with whatever has been shared by this this something, this something, this part of your experience that has been perhaps a little blurry or underneath the radar, something that you sort of had an inkling of but didn't quite know the details about. So we'll just spend the next little bit of time being with whatever has come. And then starting to bring this whole exploration to its completion, to really bring it to its completion. Perhaps this something, this place might want something from you in order to feel comfortable coming to completion. Perhaps it might want you to return at some point in the future. Perhaps it might request some space from you. Whatever it needs, perhaps taking a moment to explore what that might be. And maybe, maybe, you still don't even have to, maybe giving it what it needs or facilitating what it needs. And then when it feels right to you, in whatever words are most honest and authentic for you, 
perhaps expressing gratitude to this place, this something, this felt sense that has been willing to come forth and share a bit more about itself with you. And then as you're ready, bringing this whole exercise to completion, whole exercise to its comfortable, safe stopping point. Before moving on to whatever is next for you in your day. If you like, feel free to create a post and share whatever this was like for you. Pleasant, unpleasant, something that came forth that was interesting or surprising. I'll see you next time.